like you look at me like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> What's going on over here, Reno Blair? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Scale of one to ten. How nervous are you right now? Seventeen. Seventeen. I yeah, like it. It's 17. off the charts. Stay close to this little bad boy. It's obnoxiously close. close, you know. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Really right. close. Um at what point did the nerves so this is, so let's just get it let's just get it out. This yeah. is your first podcast? I did another podcast a long time ago, but I was drinking during it. Oh, okay. I was very nervous. Do you need a shot? I, we got no. vodka, we got no, tequila. No, no, good, okay, good. all right. But yeah, I was super nervous, and then I didn't do one after that. <laughs> really? Yeah. For years. Mm -hmm. It wow. went well, but I was just nervous. We've had a lot of first timers on this show over the years. I don't know the number, but we've had a lot. Seven. Some seven? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Even like Julian Marquez, UFC uh, middleweight, first one was my show. Yeah, we've had popped they, a lot of podcast cherries. Are they all nervous? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why. Like I can see getting nervous. Like if you're going on Joe Rogan, I'd be nervous. But me? <laughs> There's a lot of gear going on. There's like a microphone, right? Headphones, headphones cameras, lights. lights. Okay. Yeah. And you're normally behind the camera. I am. Which is weird because looking at you, you, one would think model. But no. Thank you. No, never. Never. Never ever. So what? Why? I really like the creative. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system aspect of being behind the camera you yep. have all the fun i don't want to be in front of it that's no fun really yeah how long have you been shooting 20 years wow yeah i'm so confused right now okay <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense so yeah, when, you started I, when you were four no i started when i was a <laughs> teenager a, someone gave you a a, a, a canon uh, or a nikon or something when you were four years old no. you start when you were how old i started when i was 15 i'm turning 35 this year wow okay so i'm we're coming up on that that mark. The 35 mark? Yeah. Yeah? It's good. Yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. Age doesn't bother you. No, I actually really love my 30s. Really? Like a lot. More than my 20s by a landslide. Why? Because I feel like I'm just more, I don't know. Like I feel like I did like a lot of like healing and self-growth and like actually, I don't know. Like I didn't just like bury it all like i did in my 20s i partied a lot in my 20s and i was yeah. a little mess were you and yeah you were a, a hot mess, mess a little mess where did you grow up san diego oh wow okay san diego's too laid back to be a hot mess how's that even possible the tijuana border oh is on good. our border yeah, good and call. if you're from san diego that's where you go as a teenager and i guess like sdsu is a party school right yeah. did you go there or did no. you no 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 college nope just uh, so what was like your call or during those years or you were already shooting, you were already a photographer. I was. I kind of walked away from it a little bit in my 20s, but then came back to it later. And it's the love of my life. How long was it a hobby before it became a career? A long time. Really? A long, long time. Yeah. I think I took like the jump to become a professional photographer 
probably only like five years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was just something that I did and I really loved and I didn't actually like do it. I didn't pursue it and I should have. What do you love shooting the most? People. People. Mm -hmm. Men and women? Especially men. I don't really? get to shoot them as often, but I love it. If I ever get to shoot a man, I'm so excited about it. And you come up with like the theme and all that kind of stuff? It depends. Um, you know, sometimes it's a collaborative effort and then sometimes people just let me do what I want. And those are always my favorite, obviously, because I get to run with a creative idea. Really? Mm -hmm. Like how, what's the craziest shoot you've done? What comes to mind? Okay, so I have a shoot that I want to do and I have not pitched this to oh. the model. He doesn't know that I'm going to ask him. Oh, so this is for a specific model? Yes. Okay. It, like I saw his face and this just like flashed in is my head. Is he 20 feet away right now? No, no, no. No, okay. No. Uh, no. <laughs> just asking. <laughs> I actually met this kid in a bar and he's a model and I just like saw his face and was like, this has to happen. And I don't know how to ask a stranger. I'm going to, but you have to ask a stranger to shoot implied nudity. Right. And like, he's a man, but I want to like put like butterflies on his spine and have him like crouch and like have this whole, I just like saw it in my head and it has to be this model. It can't be anybody like else. Like real butterflies? No, like, no. like fake butterflies, Little, but okay. really pretty. You'll see it. it when it's done. One day I'll show you and be like, okay. So he has no it. clue that you want to do this? No idea. I'll tell you what, Reno, he does now. <laughs> right? All you got to do is clip this. We're going to clip this up. Perfect. We're going to send it to you and then you're going to send it to him and be like, what do you think? I mean, hopefully right? he says yes. He's, he's definitely going to say yes. Of course hopefully he's going to say yes. yes. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite an ask. I've never shot him before, ever. So you actually get nervous to approach people to shoot them? Only if it's like a really outlandish idea like that, because it's not something that you like normally get to ask someone that you just met. Right. Like I'm very like, you get to know me and like, boom, five seconds later, you're naked and I'm photographing you. That's extremely intimate work. Right. So it's yeah. a big ask. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now something like that, he you're not charging him for that. Is it a, no. you guys partner up and you try to sell the images? Is that is that how it works? Yes. Yeah, so there is a project coming up for me where I'll be putting my prints out for sale, which I've never done. Yeah. And I'm going to be splitting it with the model. And then okay. a portion of it will go to a charity. Um, the charity I can't say yet, but it's basically like about like up and coming artists that have never been given an opportunity. Got it. Something that I really love. Another artist friend of mine is uh, the head of this project. So and now would this be like that. an NFT opportunity also, or have you, are you in that or is that no. even a thing anymore? Is anyone like, what's going on with that? It's, I don't even know where we left off with uh, <laughs> I'm so not the tech uh, yeah. guy. I mean, I think there's a space for NFTs. Obviously like a lot of people like them. Yeah. But for me, I'm more like, I just want to see it printed on glass with no frame. Got it. Like physically. Yeah. Like that's all I really want. How big? Like big. 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 Yeah. So is the, is the goal for you at some point like a, a gallery? I would love that. Do you know who Peter Lick is? Mm -hmm. So I never heard of Peter Lick until about maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Yes. Mind blown. Stunning landscape king. And makes a fuck ton of money. I think he has a house in San Diego. I wouldn't doubt. I think his house is all over. You know, he is also a, a home builder now. Oh, wow. My friend just bought one of his like custom homes that they wow. build from like scratch, you know, like a blue heron yeah. or like, so now it's like, uh, I forgot the name of the home building side That's of his cool. thing, which is silly that I can't think of it, but maybe I will. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I had no, like he sold one photo for like six or $7 million. Wild. One photo. Wild. Over 400 million in photos. Yeah. I didn't even know this was possible yeah that's crazy the only thing is okay so if he sells that one time this right. is the only thing that i like about nfts 
if he sells it one time, then someone else can sell it again right. and he gets nothing. Right. So I love the idea that like the artist would always get a portion of yeah. the sale because that's just not the case. Right. Right. But you know. Yeah. But he could sell prints of mm -hmm. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do, are you doing that kind of stuff now or not yet? I'd like to. I'd like to do like a limited run, but I have to shoot this series that I'm going to be doing to do it. Have you shot any famous people? Do you mm -hmm. want to? The answer is yes, but I never release the photos because I don't do it for money. I do it because I want to. And it's always a private thing so that it's my deal with all my models is if you don't like the photos, we never release it. Or if you're someone that has any type of like notoriety like that, I'm shooting you because I want to make this art and these photos are for you. It's not for Internet clout. So I've never released photos on purpose because of this. Wow. Okay. But so, but then you, that means if you've never released it, which means it's never even, it's not even on their website or anything. No. So you're not getting the, wait, we have to rethink this. This no, isn't going to work. Love, okay. So someone yeah. gave me this really amazing piece of advice one time long ago. And okay. it's called one for the real one for the meal. So you have to take jobs that and it's on my hand, it's on my shooting hands, very cute stuff. Right? Uh -huh. So if you only take jobs that put food on your plate, then you're going to be so like your soul is just not going to be happy. I get that. And then if you only take jobs that feed your soul, you're going to be a starving artist. So if you balance those things, then it's great. So I usually take a passion project once a month to like keep me alive because right? you can't shoot what you want all the time. So the butterfly spine, that would be a passion project. If it's ever been someone famous, passion project. And that's the way that I justify it because I can't just work for free. That's insane. Right. But those ones, it's fun to just do something that the world is never going to see. And that you just get to do because you want to. If you shoot someone fame, what what do you know the, the like the law as far as like if you shoot Dana White, let's just say mm -hmm. for example, do you know who that is? Yes. Okay, just checking. Um, <laughs> uh, are you allowed to sell that image without? Do you need Dana to sign that's, off on that? Yeah, You're that's a paperwork sell. thing, right? Like, so if you have the rights to an image, you can sell it. But me personally, I always would make sure that the subject or the model would They're also a cut. want it. Well, yes, they get a cut, but they also want it to be sold. Right. So like if, if I shot him and he said, I really don't want you to sell this, then obviously if I have the rights to the photo, I technically can do what I want, but right. it's more about the relationship with your subjects for me. So I would never do it unless it was like a very agreed upon thing with lots of paperwork. Got it. Yeah. Um, and so is that something you would like to do? For the gallery stuff, yeah. yeah. Like if I'm going to be shooting and selling prints and doing a gallery and, and printing on glass and all those things. Yeah, absolutely. When you say printing on glass, I explain. I feel like that's, that's not a normal thing, no. right? So one of my friends, he's a really <clears throat> talented photographer. He showed me this probably like a year and a half ago. He does these very like large scale prints on glass. And there's no frame, so it doesn't detract from the art. And it's just because the last thing I want is to have my art in like a live, laugh, love canvas gallery wall in someone's living room. Like that's just to me like where art goes to die. Got it. So I'd rather have it be like on a big piece of glass or even like um, like plexiglass, something that's just not super heavy. It doesn't need to be super heavy, but just no frame, very simple, and just really about the piece instead of the frame that it's in. Got it. Hmm. Do you have stuff like that hanging up at your house? I have one, yes. And it's ironically a landscape. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't ever shoot landscapes, but when I do, it was like my favorite moment. So I framed or I printed it on glass and it's in my house. On What about like animals? You ever shoot like wildlife? No. I, I shoot my dogs. 
You do? Yeah, like a psycho. <laughs> like in my obsessively. House. There's like great lighting in the morning, and I'm like on my belly shooting my dog like a nutcase professionally. What kind of camera do you use? I use a Fujifilm, which is not usually what photographers use, but I really like it. It feels like a film camera. The dials are all up top, and it, it just ergonomically feels right in my hands. Did you ever? Uh, you did. You've been doing this long enough. You did shoot it on film at one point, mm -hmm. right? Or do yeah. you still? Or no? Is film it's, even a thing still? Yes. Yeah. I actually have a darkroom that I can set up in my house if I want to and develop film. Really? Yes. Is That's it, where I started. Is it weird that I love the smell of those chemicals? No, it's not weird. It's so good. You walk into any dark room and you're it's just like, so oh. good. Did you take photo? Uh, yeah, in like okay. high school. I, yeah, and I just love, I wasn't good at it, but I loved just being in there. like Nostalgic. Yeah. Like those smells, you can't, there's nothing else like that. It's probably horrible for us to smell them. But. Gotta be, but it's so good. Yeah, but so I'm weird. Like I like the smell of rubber cement and liquid paper and a fucking Sharpie and a, yeah. Um, marks a lot. Marker. I did learn in photo class in high school that rubber cement is very flammable and you can paint it and light things on fire and it will stay in that shape for like a couple seconds. So it's funny that you bring up rubber really? cement because I learned that in the dark room in high school. Like I was taking pictures in there and just, you know, being a teenager and yeah. whatever, but it was so fun. You yeah. went to high school in San Diego? Just mm -hmm. your whole, when did you move or where are you now? I'm still in San Diego. You're still in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just come to Vegas for work. Okay. Yes. Okay. What do you do like for camp shooting mm -hmm. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like OnlyFans girls kind of thing or OnlyFans. Sometimes it's like a passion project. Like there's some OnlyFans models that I've shot here that I've shot not in an OnlyFans style. It's really oh. fun for me to kind of like highlight them in the a grain. different way. Yeah. 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 You know, that's cool. Stuff. Yeah. Mm. This time I'm here learning to edit. Um, like some video editing stuff. Okay. That's what brought me out here this time. Oh yeah, you said you were taking a class, like mm -hmm. a, a like at UNLV or something or No, no, no. Just like someone you know. One like... of my friends, he's really talented at this and it's like a one-on-one -on -one, like little tutorial. He's very kind and generous with his time and Got it. really thankful. Yeah. Has OnlyFans helped on in terms of revenue for you like game changer, right? So or this no. is the thing, like photographers, I see a lot of them do this thing where they start a photography OnlyFans page and I did too. Right. But and I ran into this. I'm not sure that every photographer ran into this, but it was, am I allowed to say tits? You can fucking say whatever you want. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I. You can even put the words big fake in front of tits. If fantastic. You want. Yeah. Okay, good. We're going to do that too. <laughs> so I started a photography only fans thinking that like, you know, obviously with the consent of the model, the proper paperwork involved, all of that. I'm very, very big on that. I would sell the photos that I had taken with the model. They could sell them. I could sell them. And it could be a thing. This is when I very first started shooting for OnlyFans stuff. And then I realized that no one gave a single fuck about any of my photos. They just wanted to see my big fake tits Got on it. OnlyFans. And I was like, hey, like we're making art. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. So it actually didn't work at all. And I just stopped posting on it. I had an idea. So my girlfriend was on. She's going to hate that I bring this up. Um, <laughs> I She was on OnlyFans for a while. So during the pandemic, she does bottle service at Wet Republic. Amazing. But during uh, pandemic, she got on OnlyFans yeah. just like because like necessity, whatever, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, and she started off by like, I'm never going to go topless, yes. um, whatever. But it's hard to make the money money yes. unless you go crazy on there yes. um, or at least topless. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I always used to say to her like, do what you want. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to be the one that pushed her in either direction, Great. right? Uh, but I used to say, look, if guess came to you, Mm -hmm. The designer, right? If guests came to you yeah. and they said, hey, Vanessa, we want to use you for our lingerie campaign, but um, they're going to see some nipple in the campaign, but we're yeah. going to pay you $100,000. Would you do it? Yeah. Of course she says yes. I said, well, don't let the logo 
be the reason that makes it okay. Or if Playboy came to you and said, hey, you can keep your bottoms on, but we want to shoot you topless for 150 grand. Would you do it? Yes. So don't let the bunny logo make it okay. That's what you're going to make on OnlyFans or more. So don't worry about it. So then I had an idea. I so she didn't she didn't really want anyone else to shoot her mm-hmm. for that. So I became like the photographer yeah. um just with my stupid iPhone That's camera great. with lighting and some of the filters like you can yeah. actually look like like you know what you're doing, yeah. you know? That's and great. also if the girl's hot, yeah. It does all the work for you. Like who are we kidding? Like it doesn't it's not rocket science, exactly. right? So I had an idea. I wanted to shoot like a coffee table book okay. for her. Have you seen her? Have you seen her Instagram at all mm-hmm. or anything? Okay, I'll show you later. Um Okay. Uh, she's got a crazy body. Like her nickname's the pint size warrior. She's like five feet tall. She's got abs. Oh she's God. totally shredded. She's just ridiculous. Love. So I wanted to do this like coffee table book of, and just call it like body or yeah. something. And it's just body parts, but mm-hmm. her body parts. Cause my thing to her is always like, she's 32. Okay. I'm 53. I'm doing well, you know? Killing um, it. yeah, killing it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm like, when you're 50, Mm-hmm. You're going to wish you did this like, oh, yeah. or when you're whatever age it is, yeah. you're going to like, you know what I mean? Like time works against all of us, yeah. right? You can hang on as, as long as you can yeah. or whatever and do all the right things. But sooner or later, time wins the, yeah. I don't look like I did in my twenties and thirties war. She will so want those photos. why not document that? Like, why not get it? Yeah. So I think you're the one to shoot it. I would love to. Yes, that's verbally binding, by the way. So, uh, (laughs) amazing. I'm a huge advocate for women that want to feel better about themselves or feel amazing. And sometimes, like, someone will say, Oh, I'm not shoot ready. Like, give me a month or give me this, whatever. My favorite thing on the planet is to shoot a woman that thinks, like, Okay, I'm not necessarily like shoot ready, and then just like blow her mind by right. showing her like this is how stunning you are. This right. is you, and then they see the pictures and they're like, "This is me," and I'm like, "This is you." Like it's the best thing on the planet. Yeah. So if you convince her to do this book, then she'll either have that feeling now, or maybe she just knows that she's a total smoke show. Um, so Later, she's, she'll also feel like that. She's super humble, Love but that. she takes a lot of pride, and she's like, she has an audition literally to, in like an hour at. Uh, one of the nightclubs for the for the off season because you know when yeah. when you know this will be her first year working in one of the nightclubs. Cool. And um, she's like, I'm like, uh, yesterday she's like, I said, what time? When's your audition? She's like, it's tomorrow. And I'm like, are, are you good? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. It's, you know, I keep myself in shape year round, so I don't have to ever panic. Hey, she's like, I don't have to panic for auditions. I'm always ready to go. She stays so ready. yeah, she's like, if she'll eat ice cream, it's like two tablespoons of ice yeah. cream where I eat like the, a pint. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we need to do this 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 book with her or something. Yeah, down. Even if nothing comes, like just to capture it. Yeah. You know, but we gotta sell it. I mean, we have to. I do think a detail right? shot is one of my favorite shots, anyway. So the fact that it's like body parts mm-hmm. is amazing because it's very personal. The closer right. you are to the subject, the more personal it feels. Right. So if it's detail shots of body parts, you can do a lot with like shadows and right. angles and all the things. Yeah, I would love that. When this podcast is over, I'm gonna show you some of my work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, very good. Love it. Love it. Um, so celebrity-wise, mm-hmm. who would be on your wish list? If you could, sh- three guys and three girls, if, if if you could say, I would love to shoot these three people, men, these three women, and it's going to come true, who's on your list? Anybody dead or alive? Does it have to be alive? <laughs> I'm serious. Um, let's do both. Do do living and dead. Okay. I like this. Okay. Okay. Um, Dead, we're going Mac Miller quickly. Okay. Would kill to have shot Mac Miller. Okay. Like genius brain. Yeah. Phenomenal artist. 
would love to have shot him. I like shooting other artists. We should start there. Oh. So other artists are my favorite because you never get to see where this art comes from. Right. And then you see a photo. And if you know the art and you love the art and you get to see the artist, you're just like, it's so much more fun for me. Um, so Mac Miller for sure. Yep. Trying to think. Are we, we're going dead and then alive. Yeah, so sure. three and three. Sure. Jimi Hendrix for sure. Okay, good one. For sure. Yeah. Fun shoot. And Jim Morrison. It was like my first crush. I so. Yeah. Yeah. I had like the record, right. the Jim Morrison record where his arms are nice and spread. And I was like little, and I was like, that's the one. That's when they knew there was probably going to be some, you know. Right. Questionable decisions on my part in my life. <laughs> That's your childhood crush? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Not Prince Eric from Little Mermaid. It's Jim Morrison. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what about living? Living. Um, let me think. Man, think about I'm it. I'm on the spot here. Well, I'm actually surprised that you really have never thought about this because nothing's even coming in mind. No, I don't usually. So I, this is really bad, but Tell I me. run off of like, an inspiration because if I try to like force a subject, I do shit work. Mm. But like if I see something and it kind of like leads me in a direction, like yesterday I was outside shooting flowers because the sunlight was good and I just saw it and I like couldn't stop. And I just sat there for however long until I got the shot that I wanted. But that's what I wanted to do. And that's like, cause it will actually hold my attention. And if it's not something that holds my attention, I kind of like waver. Got so it. like, I guess like as far as people that are alive, um there's another photographer named damon baker he's phenomenal he is he's he's high on my list ever he, met him no he no. does like these amazing black and white portraits that will just blow your mind they're so so good i'd love to shoot him he's been shot before um and by the way those three people that you just mentioned that you wanted to shoot is it black and white in your in your eyes or no not always sometimes okay. it's black and white and sometimes it's not i i started okay so i started with black and white and then i kind of got away from it because i was using it as a crutch like if a photo wasn't quite right just throw it in black and white and all of a sudden it just looks majestic right oh that's interesting it's okay. like a weak point so i'm like i won't <laughs> do it and now i actually use it as a tool in editing if i like the photo i'll turn it black and white to see if it's still a good photo and structurally sound because if it's not, then that means it's actually not right. So I use it as more of a tool. But very rarely do I get to shoot black and white anymore. I feel like you're really hard on yourself when you're shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially um, in the editing process. I'm like, what have right. you done? Really? Yeah. All artists are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Interesting. Were you hard on yourself when you were shooting OnlyFans? Was your girlfriend like... No, this is the angle. You need to shoot this in 0.5. Like, I'm, she um, no, she's it? super chill. That's good. I'm anal, though. Um, like, when she shoots with other people, she yeah. really doesn't really shoot with too many other people. The one guy she does shoot with a lot who I love is um, is Sean Nelson. Mm. Do you know who Sean is? I've seen um, the work. I don't know him personally. Uh, re really nice guy. Um, but sometimes they'll show me uh, images and stuff. And I'm like, no, you almost nailed it. But like, yeah. you didn't nail it. Like you, yeah. like why your back should be arched more this or that, or like why that pose is so unnatural. Like it's not, do you, you know, act out the poses for, her? I don't act them out, but sometimes I'll be like, lift your ass up. Like, yeah. you know, you know, exaggerate, like yeah. over exaggerate. I know you yeah. feel stupid, but just over exaggerate. Just trust me. Cause yes. she's not seeing what I'm seeing, Yeah, you know? And sometimes, uh, it's, it was, 
since she's been off OnlyFans, because she's off OnlyFans now yeah. for a while, so we don't really shoot that much anymore. Yeah. Um, but sometimes she'll be getting dressed or whatever, and I'll be like, yeah. don't move! Like, oh, I, so awesome. I understood what you meant when you yeah. said, like, the flowers or the lighting. Like, yeah. sometimes it's just, you just see it. Okay, you just see it. So you have a photography background. You did but, photo, and you like. to I did take photo, but I was terrible, still. and I never went to class. But, like... like you're but I've been around, so I used to own a PR firm, okay. and we managed a lot of models. Okay. Um, and the mo and I don't mean like Victoria's Secret models. Like this is back from like uh, 2001 till 2010. Okay. So like like the Miller Lite girl or yeah. the Playboy mm -hmm. or someone in Maxim. Like I've yeah. I've pitched and gotten I can't tell you how many girls inside the Maxim calendar or That's on the cool. cover of Maxim. Yeah. Um, styled a couple uh, Maxim. Uh, shoots by by mistake like it wasn't my lane <laughs> I was just the publicist but I got so fed up sometimes watching a photo shoot and I would just step in and it's probably like the cardinal sin you should not do is but insert your opinion but there's um, deliverables it's I could actually tell the model which was my client was getting frustrated mm -hmm. and um, I was just like can I just throw my two cents in and like yeah. I was like we need to wet her hair we need to wet the like yeah. oil her up like like come on it's yeah. like yeah. You know, I think sometimes that's the problem. I'm going to get canceled for saying this. So let me say it. Let me. How can I say it nicely? I'm just going to say it. Sometimes when you have gay men in charge of a photo shoot that is supposed to appeal to straight men, it's going to be a problem. Not always. Go I'm not ahead. making a blanket generalization, no, but sometimes we know what we want to see. Mm -hmm. And so what's appealing to like the gay guy's eye is maybe too artistic or not over the... It, sometimes yeah. it's just not the right play for like a Maxim Stuff or FHM magazine. Yes. Well, and we all specialize in different things, right? Right. So like one photographer might specialize in this thing, but it's not the right fit for the job or the deliverable. So that's right. when I think it becomes like an individual. Was this individual the right one for the job, right? Because right? if you send me on a Maxim shoot, I've photographed girls that have been in bikinis on a beach covered in oil. I know the drill. Like mm -hmm. done it. Right. And there, I understand the assignment. I'm not going to be covering my male models in oil, putting butterflies on their spine right. and making them like it's just not the right job, right? Right. So, right. You know, Miguel, when we clip that up, will you just remember to open that clip with "I'm gonna get canceled for this"? This way, it's just out in the. <laughs> it, so it's just out. I already said it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I already know I'm gonna um, be in trouble. Yeah, I'm gonna be in trouble for that one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is what it is. Fuck them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you had mentioned you went through some healing. Can yeah. you talk about that stuff or is it yeah, too no, heavy? Yeah, it's fine. Right. It's By the fine. way, scale of one to 10 right now on the nervous scale, where are we? Four. See, it's coming down. Told you. better. Okay, fine. You were right. You were I was right. hoping for a one, but it's okay. Clip the part where I said he was right. Oh, <laughs> I don't want it. Get rid of yeah. it. We're going to loop that. He was right. He was right. He was right. That's good stuff. Um, uh, what was the, what did you have to heal from? Um, I had like a little bit of a rough upbringing. I paid rent in high school and did not live at home. Oh boy. And okay. Probably why I became a photographer. I had a photography teacher in high school and he helped raise me. Like he was incredible. Really? He knew that I didn't like live at home and he would feed the entire class breakfast every single morning out of his own pocket because he didn't want to only feed me breakfast and single me out and embarrass me in front of the other students who had no idea that I was working three jobs and paying it. rent. So he was a huge mentor of mine. He had an Audi that he sold for equipment for our class wow. because the school wouldn't budget it. And I learned everything I know about photography. Is he still alive? I don't know. Wait, you he lost was, touch with this person? I did lose touch Wait, with this what? person. Wait, what? How? I, know, I went back after high school. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. He's like an artist. He was very like all over the place. But He's he not on amazing. Instagram or Facebook or I anything? I sincerely doubt he has an Instagram. Really? Yeah. But he was awesome. He was, uh, he was my favorite. So I think it really like inspired me to lean obviously heavily into the photography world both my grandfathers were photographers oh okay um so yeah so i and your friction was with mama whenever you whenever i hit a button you don't want me to push let me know i had a very religious family okay like very religious family in san diego in san diego okay my dad's a pastor oh wow oh wow and i did not I didn't buy it. It wasn't the life for you. It wasn't for me. And I just, that you know, didn't go over well, no, but I did, I did do some fun things. So like when I was a kid, I would tell my parents that the mess in my room, all the clothes all over my floor, that it was floor art and that I'd curated an art museum in my room and not to make me clean my room because it was an art museum. And that didn't go over well because there were no other artists in my family. Right. But I still think it's funny because it's very like inventive for, yeah. for a kid to say that. But and mom like was it. mom. I'm feeling mom wasn't around. Mom was around, Mom pastor's was around. wife. Okay. I keep it it's okay, don't worry about it. Um, like right by his side. It just was not a good, was not a good dynamic, not a good fit. Okay. So I just was out on my own really young and I was really angry about it. And then I healed from that. And did they kick you out or you? you... They did. They did. You gotta be kidding it's me. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Now my I've, blood's boiling. I've um, forgiven. Like it's not good for me. You still talk to not. him? I do not. Not at all. No. When was the last time? Eight years. Eight years. Eight they years. reached out to you. You reached out to them. Um, we kind of just parted ways amicably. It's for the best. And okay. It's, you know, it's one of those things that I'm I'm not upset about. I when have a you, very happy life. When you last talked to them eight years ago, was that the first time talking to them in a long time since high school kind of thing? And like kind of like come and go like holidays or something yeah it wasn't like ever like a very like consistent thing after that but it just was kind of one of those things where i'm like this is not adding value to my life this is not making me happy i don't think it's making them happy and i don't think that they i don't know if they know what i do for a living which is wild and they would frown upon it Big my time. dad's a pastor because, right. and I've shot so many nude women all over right. the world. I doubt that that's like something he's like telling his buddies that he's proud of, but you never know. I don't know. But what's funny is his buddies all love the photos. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they're the ones paying for it. 100%. You know what I mean? It's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. So all these people that are saying like, oh, OnlyFans, this and that. And I'm like, but yeah, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry for a reason. It's people weird. What it. It's weird. What's a big deal to certain people. Right? Like what's taboo or what's yeah. like, it's so fucking weird. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do any of these tattoos have anything to do with? No. No. I don't have any tattoos that are like regarding my family or like okay. my, like, I honestly, I feel, it's so weird to say, but I feel like I've, like I've processed it and I don't have any like ill feelings about it. Cause I'm very, I'm extremely independent. So I don't, I don't. Which you've been since you're like 15 or 16, right? 16, yeah. 16. Brothers and sisters? Two older sisters. Where are you with them? Same? Same. No. It's okay. Oh, my God. Okay. You're okay. making the face. You're making no. the face. It's okay. It's <laughs> I'm thing. making the face. Am yeah. I? It's a good thing. Whenever this topic comes it's up, it's just shocking because you're so nice. Like, this is so Thanks. silly. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like, like, just. I have a really great family. 
It's all my friends. Mm-hmm. I have friends all over the world. I have so many cool, amazing, kind humans in my life. Yeah. And I have, it's just like, it's not a thing for me because I know like my life is very full of love. Right. So it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And you don't ever, they're in San Diego too then. Yes. You never run into them or no. I mean, San Diego's. We live in very different parts of San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Very okay. different parts. So. And you don't see them at church on Sunday. <laughs> don't know if I'm no. allowed. <laughs> I right. don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. I like it. Okay, good. I like it. And no kids? I have two kids. You have two kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. How old Which are Which a lot of people don't know. Oh, they do now. They do now. Yeah. Um, Actually, don't worry about it. No one watches the show, so <laughs> you're fine. You don't Perfect. even have to worry about it. Yeah, don't no, even sweat I don't it. care. There was a point in my life where I kept that very private, um, mostly because I've seen how people get in the industry when they feel like something has gone wrong and they get very like upset and they like publicly call someone else out and this and that. But then I thought about it and I'm like, I have great relationships with all of my models. So I don't really need to be worried about that because there's nothing that would ever really upset someone like that with me and my work. And I don't think I have bad blood with anybody to where I need to worry about that. And the kids have no relationship with your parents no, they don't. Okay. They do not. But they're healthy, happy. That's good. And they're great little boys. Two boys? Two boys. How old are they? Four and 14. I oh, wow. I spaced them out. 14? Yeah. Like, I still don't understand. Okay. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. But, I had okay. him when I was 20. I get it. I, yeah, I did the yeah. math, but yeah, yeah, it's still just... I joke around that they have two different moms, because like, one of them had a 20-year-old mom, and one of them had a 30-year-old mom, and that's right. like so different. But it's fun. Honestly, the oldest one, he's doing photography. Right. which I did not ask him to do. I was stunned when he said he was going to do it. And now yeah. we have like lighting workshops in the living room together. That's awesome. Like on a Saturday morning, we just get our cameras on. He's like, hey, like, let's look at this. So it's so fun for me. Now you had them so far apart. Yes. You were two different people essentially. Yes. So does he like, does he ever come to you, the oldest one and be like, mom, like you used to give me shit for doing whatever the the four-year-old is doing. Like, what's the deal? Yes. The four-year-old is extremely rambunctious. He right. is like, he's so like he's yeah. just so mischievous and hilarious and creative and like funny. And my oldest one is like very artistic and very grown up. And so he just looks at me sometimes. He's like, <laughs> I cannot believe that this is allowed. But he also like we grew up together. He understands yeah. like he's a different person than he was. You and know? so he's 14, but like mm-hmm. an old soul already or. or Yeah. I mean, he's still like super childlike. He's still a little boy. Yeah. But he, sorry, he's not a little boy. Cover your ears if you yeah, heard yeah, this. Yeah. Um, he is great. He's very mature for his age and he's super creative. So it's fun for me to get to watch his creative style kind of form. And I try to be very hands off with it because I don't want to be the parent that's like micromanaging him or living through him or trying to make him into me. So I just kind of like watch what he does and celebrate all of it. And he's amazing. Two different fathers. Yes. And how's your relationship with them? Like co-parenting? This is Tough. my this is my deal with with parenting. There's a lot of relationships that don't work out for very very yeah. a variety of reasons, right? None of that matters. So whatever right. happened between me and dad right. doesn't matter. Father of my child, I want the best for them. I want them to be healthy, that's happy. Good. I want them to have great relationships with their sons. Yeah. And that's what I promote. That's the end of it. It's crazy how many parents don't understand that and like they just they don't realize how much the kid is the one that suffers when exactly. you guys can't get your shit together. It's not it's about like, it's not about the relationship between mom and dad. It's right. about the child and what's best for them. And as long as you put them first, you can't possibly fuck up. Right. 
And so are both it. fathers subscribed to that too, it kind of sounds like, or no? There is definitely the narrative that we want to have that be a thing. Now, is there like a waiting period where, you know, that's really hard to practice sometimes? Sure. Because right. nobody's perfect. Like you can't pretend to be this like amazing spiritual person that's like right. not going to have real life interact with you. Right. So like there are days I'm sure that are harder than others, just like with any family. But I yeah. definitely think that everybody wants that. I think that that's the goal yeah. for everybody. And I'm assuming you're the one that um, called it quits in both relationships. Why would you assume that? Well, just because it's usually you know, when you look like this, you're in the you're the one in the driver's seat, you know. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know. the The little one's daddy's very handsome as well, so you never know. It could have been either one of us, but yes, it was me both times. Right. So I was right. Say it Attack. again. Say it again. I'm cutting all of that. <laughs> I can't say that he's right twice. It's okay. We'll run it that way anyway. So Perfect. it's okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, that's good. I mean, it's good that you're able to co-parent because. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that seems like that could be a nightmare. Yeah. I have some friends that live the nightmare, yeah. um, some female friends, and it's just what these guys go through. Yeah. I get it. I mean, you know, when they lose something that looks like you, they lose their mind, you know, I think and I get it, but it's like you can't do that. Like, you can't be that guy. Like, some of no. them, I, I have a friend right now. She's just, she just literally, she's literally in jail right now, got arrested yesterday because her psycho ex went bananas <laughs> and kind of like framed her. And made it and called the police as mm. if she was the aggressor. And so that's such a bummer yeah. because like it's not. Good and they don't for even have child. kids. They right. don't have kids. Oh, okay. Luckily, the, the, in this case. Okay. But still, say, it's just like guys just do stupid shit. Girls and guys, you know. Yeah. I feel like we're. It's it depends on like the personalities, right? So I'm very yeah. I'm extremely peaceful. My right. thing is like I want to be left alone. I want to walk yeah. away. Like that's it. That's and that's all because your upbringing, because. I'm very independent. The, like, yeah. So right. if we break up and we have a child together, like I don't need anything from you. I don't actually want anything from you. And you go about your life. I hope you thrive. I'm going to go about my life. I hope I thrive. That's it. That's the now, whole. Now, you're probably not a strict mom because of how it was with your parents, right? Or, I or... pick my battles for okay. sure. I'm not strict on everything. There are So what are the things few. that where you like put your foot down? School? School is huge. So when I was in high school, I got really good grades, even though I had three jobs and I was paying rent and like eating Whoa. ramen. I had a beer pong table and people would come into my house and like not leave for a month because we were just raging. If I can get good grades in that environment in high school, and my sons are so smart, if they don't get good grades, it's because they're not trying, they're not applying themselves. And I don't tolerate that. I'll give you everything. You can you do your chores and you get good grades i will they're so spoiled but yeah. if you don't do those things that tells me that like you don't have any respect for the rules of the house and that becomes an issue for me but they like the oldest one he gets great grades super smart he's a wonderful kid so i have like no, honestly i feel like i'm the luckiest moms or luckiest mom singular um they don't do anything crazy yet. Now, obviously, I could be speaking too soon because it's 14 and we yeah, have, we've got a road. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So far, I'm Are you really nervous proud. that the driver's license is just two years away? We just talked about that. <laughs> um, or is it different when it's boys? It's probably you worry less, right? Or no? I mean, my biggest concern with my sons is not if they're going to get in a car accident because I feel like we've, we have a really open, great dialogue going on at all times. Like... If you're going to get in a car with someone that's drinking and driving and you're not the one drinking and driving, you're still in trouble. Like, just call me. I'll come get you. Like, yeah. whatever you want, I'll come get you always. But please yeah, don't get in good. a car with someone drinking and driving. Yeah. Um, but my worry is, like, obviously, I was a young mom. 
if you make me a grandmother in my 30s, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, please don't That's do it. That's awesome. That's my number one thing. <laughs> I that like I'm that. Like, yeah. Listen. Like, yeah. You and know. at 14, that conversation has to happen, it's right? It's happened many times Is already. that awkward? The sex talks? Honestly, okay. We had We had the conversation and he was so chill about it that like I thought it was going to be more awkward and he was just like okay cool like he just doesn't like it's not a thing where he feels awkward and I don't know if it's because of his personality or because of how we grew up together but he's just so calm the little one I'm sure he's going to be a little bit more wild with that topic yeah. but the older <laughs> one is very like level-headed so. isn't it funny you can tell like how they are at like three four and five like where you're headed oh like, yeah right oh yeah yeah it's Good. Well, I don't have any kids, but I have friends that have kids. And like, you can tell, like, it can absolutely tell, like when they're four and five, like yeah. my buddy Jake's got some, uh, three kids. He has two boys yeah. and a girl and he's a, Jake Ellenberg is a UFC fighter. He's retired now, but yeah. his first son would be like, he would put, Jake's not big on social media, but like when he had a son, mm -hmm. the kid would do so many funny things. He couldn't help but post it, you know, yeah. he'd get the camera out. Yeah. His son loved climbing on top of the fucking car in the garage. And he's like up on the, <laughs> on the roof of the car, like all the time, like fearless and like leaping off of it. He's like three or four years old. This kid was fearless. Like you just know like, oh, he's right. going to be a badass. Like I just like that. his dad, like he's not fucking around. High energy. Yeah. yeah. And Jake would be like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm up here. <laughs> like, he's just like. <laughs> Well, yeah, I see that. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Just like running around the neighborhood, just like yep. free. It's pretty. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a free range mother. I yeah. Think. Like, <laughs> I don't really, I don't believe in like, you know, being the mom at Disneyland with like kids on leashes and stuff. Like right. I believe in communication and trust. Right. So I don't really do that whole thing. But a lot of that comes with watching your kids do insane stuff, like climbing yeah. on top of cars or, you know, whatever, like your friend, like yeah. you have to kind of let them figure out who they're in a safe area. Obviously I'm not going right. to let my sons do anything unsafe, but it is really interesting to watch because they do some, especially the little one. He yeah. does some things. He's wild. Now, how do you deal? What's it like? I feel like if I was a parent, I would have trouble sending kids to school. I would be nervous about that. Like, is that a yeah. thing or San Diego's still pretty, no? Uh-oh, that okay. look was like, uh -oh. I went to school in San Diego and there were multiple school shootings. Oh, in, was there? In San Diego. Yeah, there were. So it's something that I openly talked to my oldest son about. Um, he has a cell phone. You know, there's yeah. a whole debate about whether or not that's right. a good idea. No, I think it's a good idea. But I think it's, it's a It's better to be able to reach them. Yes. Now, there is this new thing at his school that I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but my instinct was, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, so they have this like cell phone pouch when they walk into school and they have to put their phone in a pouch, which I get no. it's for learning and it's that they focus. Yeah. And my immediate thought was if there's a school shooting, I don't want him running to the door where someone is going to come in and, and shoot right. up the classroom to get his phone to text me. Right. It made me feel very. So I told him, I said, hey, listen, if something happens and you guys are on lockdown, do not run towards the window, the door, wherever to go get your phone. Like, don't do it. Can't we just give him like a bat phone that's secretly in the... You want me to the, give my 14-year-old a trap phone? I do. I think he should just have one. And that's like, like the it. second phone. That's just for emergency. I'm into it. And we just hide that in the backpack somewhere. Right. Right? It could be like a, like a flip phone. It's like exactly not like what I was thinking. Phone. It's exactly what I was thinking. And then yep. he's going to like... It's got one number on it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. My 14-year-old has a trap phone and there's going to be, you know... That's great. It is what it is. Yeah, I better only have my number on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else's. I think that's a thing we, we need right. to do. I like, how, I, I like how I've inserted myself into helping. I'm that's like, we great. need to do this. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully none of his teachers see this podcast. Right. Never. Think, no, they won't.
I don't know. They won't. Your parents have a better shot at seeing this. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they know no. anything about podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they do. Yeah. What Possible. do you remember the moment when you it was a photography like a paying photography job mm-hmm. where you were like, I've arrived. Oh man, I don't know that that's ever gonna happen. I am like What? No, I'm one of these people. So there's a fun thing about me. Like once I've like kind of like done something, I'll be still on that job and I'm thinking of like what's next because I'm never going to be satisfied with where I'm at because I feel like if I am, then I'm dead. Like I don't want to like, I don't ever want to be like, okay, like I've made it and get like comfortable and just stay there. Like even like right now that my style is my style, I'm going to change it. Like I ha- I want to push past and do something like a little bit more because I feel like it's almost like rinse and repeat at this point. Okay. So I want to like, and I've been thinking about this for like a minute and I'm like, okay, we're just going to like go to the next thing and keep pushing. Because otherwise your art just gets really stagnant and it doesn't feel. Is there a brand that you you look at and you go, they need to hire me to shoot their next campaign? No. Really? No. Why? Why? Mm. Not artsy. It's just not going to be artsy enough. No, no, that's not it. I okay. just I feel like there are brands that I like respect and I love their work, but I feel like I more just like take inspiration from it rather than say like oh like I want to do their photography. You know what I mean? No. Why? I'm not going to let you get away with this yet. I feel like with brands, it's. <sighs> I feel you don't think you're worthy. It's not that. I, okay. I thank you. I appreciate like the like I'm humble and I know that, but I'm not like. I'm not humble to like a detriment. So okay. like, I think like I can, I can shoot and achieve and I can do these things. But for me, shooting for brands feels too commercial. Cause it's not going to be, you have to take some direction. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not as fun. So I should probably get over that, but I would rather shoot. Okay. So there's an artist that I love and admire his work so much. And he literally announced that as of October 1st, he's no longer for hire. And I was like, that's the that's goal. Badass. I was like, right. Oh my God. Like this guy is like, <laughs> What did you just say to me? Right. Like that's, Which makes everyone want to hire him. Well, and like for brand work, like that's when like photographers have made it, right? right. If they shot for like a huge brand. This photographer is, his work is so stunning, so dramatic. His name is Rob Lux, phenomenal photographer. And he just was like, nope, not doing it anymore. Not for hire. And he's just going to do what he wants from now on. So I think to me, maybe that would be that moment where you're just yep. like, okay, like I've made it. Cause you get to only make the art that you want to make and you get to do whatever you actually want. So it's not really about like a job or about money to where like you've made it. It's about the freedom. Got and that's like the annoying artist thing to say, because you're supposed to want to like make a ton of money with your art. But like, really, is that going to make you happy or is it going to make you doing someone else's vision? Is photography that that's the, sole source of income for you um i work with a management company for only fans creators and they are incredible they they have a house in la and it's this huge big thing that one of my business partners lives out here and they do all these different things with like viral videos and it's great um and i definitely am a huge part of that and i love that but my passion is definitely always going to still be photography and only fans photography is not the same as like the work that I put out online so like my portfolio essentially it's there might be implied nudity in it but it's not the stuff that sells on only fans the stuff that sells on only fans is like very has to look homemade you know okay it can't look like professional shots right. so that's just what they want yeah because it's more of like the girlfriend experience they don't right. I mean they know that these girls go on photo shoots but they don't like they're not paying for photo shoot uh Got it. Photos. Got it. 
if that makes sense. Do you remember your biggest check that you got from photography? Like where you were like, holy shit, I can't believe I made this much to do this. Yes, I do remember that. And it's one of those things that you're, it never feels like it's going to last. And then you book another job like that. And Uh then you book another job like that. And you're like, well, this is wild. I can't believe someone's allowing me to make art and I get to get paid. And I... Yeah, it's just, it's always going to be a wild feeling. I don't think I'll ever get used to that. No. Because when you actually get to like do what you love and someone wants to give you money for it, you're like, this feels like I'm somehow tricking you, but you're not. Like, right. that's what, what they want. But it's just, it always feels wild to me. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to start your own podcast? <sighs> I think it's, I think you're ready. You think? Yeah. I think um, you're crazy. You don't. How about that? I mean, I think a podcast would be really fun. Yeah. I think I know a lot of really fun people that would love to get on it. I just, okay, like I told you, I don't ever get in front of the camera. This is like so unusual. So the whole (laughs) idea of me ever doing a podcast came with this idea that I would then in fact have to be in front of the camera. And I was like, "Mm -mm." right. (laughs) We could blur you out. Would that make you feel better? (laughs) I could wear like some weird (laughs) ski mask or like something. Like it'd be sick. I would love it. Change yeah. your voice. They won't even know it's you. It'd be great. Yeah. No, I think you should. I know a studio in Vegas. You yeah, do? I do. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the coolest place you've traveled to for photography? Cape Town. Really? Oh, my gosh. When I'm was that? Obsessed. Um, a year. Like, so I want to say it was in April of 2022. And it was one of the coolest places I've ever been. Like it's just, and it's a really cool art community. Actually, there's some really amazing photographers that I really look up to that live in Cape Town. And I was obsessed. Like, it's just so beautiful. You walked down, like there were so many girls that just looked like fashion models there. It was nuts. I couldn't believe it. And like the group that I was with was really fun. And we stayed in an Airbnb for like, you know, about a week in Cape Town. We were in Johannesburg before, um, and then we went to Cape Town as a group, all models and photographers, and we all stayed together. Oh, that's cool. And it was so fun. Like, I love, that's my favorite style, because you get to really be around your subjects, and you're, like, eating together and, like, you know, living together for a little while. It's very, yeah. it's just, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, uh, where would you like to go that you haven't been yet to shoot? Spain. Spain. It's very high on my list. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's just a lot of really cool Have art. you been there before? I have not. Okay. Yeah, it's high on my list. Actually, Australia is pretty high on my list as well. I'm There's dying a- to go to Australia. I have a friend living in Australia for the last four years, and I still haven't made my way to Australia. It's so stupid. I don't know why not. I don't, like, the landscape is so beautiful, specifically in one area. Uh, a friend of mine is from there, and they've shown me some landscape photos of the area, and it just looks like it's a different island on every single part of the island. And it's very dramatically different. So it's, to me, like a photographer's paradise. I like shooting landscapes. I just never post them. Yeah. So it'd be really fun to go there. Now, yesterday, Australia just reminded me, you posted something on story yesterday that I'm so fucking jealous. (laughs) You were petting this little baby (gasps) wallaby. Oh, my God. Where was this? Okay. And how do I get to him? He's in Vegas. Shut up. Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seriously? Yes. Wait. Can this happen? It can happen. Oh my God. I'm going to have to call Thompson. So my dear friend Thompson and his wife, Karina, they just got married. They're the cutest newlyweds I've ever seen. Sorry guys, I'm talking about you on a podcast. Um, Thompson is one of my business partners. He's phenomenal. Like the kindest human being I've ever met. And his wife is just like pure gold. Love them to death. They have a baby wallaby and his name is Skippy. 
Oh and I God. was smiling so big yesterday. Yeah. I thought my face was going to break. I was so excited. I've n- I'm an American. I've never seen a wallaby in my entire life. And it's not like... Um, Wait, you don't go to the zoo out there in San Diego? I mean, like, you're going to hold a baby wallaby well, no, at the zoo? No, not at the zoo. Yeah, but like, you're not holding a baby You can get kind of close to them. Not the same. No, I know. So different. Yeah. Um, so and are you, like, petting him? Literally holding him. He stuck his face on my shirt multiple times because he was like a pouch like he was just like a baby like doing baby things and he was so cute and i'm never gonna be over it yeah i saw him again today i'll really? probably see him again tomorrow wait yeah. when are you leaving wait a minute when are you leaving <laughs> saturday saturday mm-hmm. fuck what day is this this is thursday thursday ah thursday. she works this is I, I almost want to tell vanessa like you have to call in sick tomorrow maybe we can you know i'll put you in contact with we the need wallaby. to see this wallaby we have a wallaby plug apparently yeah so That's funny. amazing. Yeah, he's really cute. So he has a pet wallaby. Where does he live? <laughs> like, 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 he lives currently right now in what should be the dining room, I believe. Okay. He's amazing. Like, he's so cute. They bottle feed him because he's still so little. And when he gets bigger, he'll still live with them? Yeah. So he has a lot of animals. He has, like, basically like a private zoo. Oh, like, wait. What else? Like, lots of snakes, all kinds of things. He just turned, like, his entire living room into, like, a, like a Halloween Maze. Are there any baby wild cats by any chance? We're baby in, wild yeah. cats. That's very Dined, specific. Like a Let's baby tiger that. or a baby no, no, no. ocelot or something. No. Or a, no? No. But he has like a Can lot of Can he get one? <laughs> I'm sure he can't. Does He's he like, take requests? He has hedgehogs. I said I wanted really? to get a monkey for like the longest time. Like a little finger monkey, the little guys. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. They're so ridiculous. Marmosets, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I had a so PR cute. client that had two of them. They're and they wild. were crazy. That's yeah. what everyone says. Every time I say I want a monkey, there's always some naysayer that goes, no, you don't. It's and a I'm little, like, yeah, it's yes, a lot. And then she had a, uh, is it called a, a macaw? Or not, not a bird, but a, a, a monkey or something. I don't know why I'm looking at you like you would be an authority. I don't know, Australia, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, she had one and she would put dress him up in like clothes, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like a little amazing. baseball uniform. Yeah, and, so uh, funny. I love yeah. animals. They're and the best. She had a, uh, he was a, she pulled some sprint, some strings and made him a service monkey. She got like the note or whatever. So she flew with him. So yes. we'd be on flights from like here in New York. And she, she was really wealthy. And so we'd be up in like first class with this fucking monkey. And people are like just looking at you like with the death stare. Like, and the monkey's like in a fucking outfit. Okay. But like, who does it really affect if there's a monkey on the plane? Is the monkey well behaved? Because yeah, I have he's just kids, chilling. And I'm going to say it if your baby's not well behaved on the plane, right. I'd rather have a monkey. Because my kids worst? are very well behaved on airplanes. So. Yeah. Just saying, maybe a monkey's not the worst thing on right. an airplane. Right, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. Well, this was fun. It was fun. See, it was easy. It was. Where are you at on a one to ten now? <sighs> still a four. Still a four. There's still like lights. There's and Still stuff lights and sound and all that. But all right. yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe we should uh, set up this Skippy play date. I'll call. I'll call Tom. It has to happen. No, You're there's so no excited. maybe. That has he's to happen. So cute. But it has to happen quick while he's still a little one, right? Mm-hmm. He's so like little. you hold him, like you could walk around holding him, or is he, he has a like little a crazy? pouch? Like you can put him in the pouch and you can put it around your neck, which is like really funny. But I yeah. took him out of the pouch immediately because I just wanted to hold him, and he just stays in your arms. He's just so sweet. It's amazing. I don't know if I got him when he was sleepy though. Right. Maybe when you cool. get him, I'm gonna like you know make sure he's awake. And yeah. Be like I don't know why. He just right. Doesn't want you to hold him. <laughs> right. No, I'm kidding. Sabotage my visit. Right. Yeah. Payback for being nervous today. Well, and is Reno Blair your real name? That was my last question for you. Now, this is the only one I knew I wanted to ask you. Because <laughs> um, you know what? I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that 
says it sounds like a You're certain type of name. I know. Right. So with the industry that I'm in, yes. everybody's got a stage name and everybody's got a government name. Okay. So it's definitely not my government name, okay. but it's a brand at this point. Yeah, like yeah it's for been, sure. There was a point where I was going to drop it. You can change it. What? Like legally. Like I know. I was. There was a point where I was going to change it legally and I was like, mm, no, we're going to leave it alone. And then there was a point where I was actually going to drop it and use my government name. Really? And I was like, don't do that. No. Like it's, it's a recognizable thing at this point, yeah. at least in like a small circle. So I was like, I don't think I should change it. I'm just going to keep using it, but I won't be so... I've been very private about my life, really. Got it. So, like, you know, no one knowing that I have kids or anything like that. So, so I'm I like... fucked it all up. No, it's fine. Like, okay. I'm, at, I'm at a very peaceful place. I don't mind. But it's good. Yeah. So, Reno Blair is... It's, you know, it's the company. It's so, good. since you're now... You went from a 17 down to a 4, mm -hmm. will you come back again sometime? Yeah. All right. Good to Absolutely. know. Very when good. I start my own podcast, will you come online? That's definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I have other perfect. shows that would be good for you to be on, too. Amazing. There's a couple that come to mind. Okay. Miguel, I know it's your first time doing uh, Action Junkies. Well done. I don't know if you know how to end the show, but you should do it now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.